the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the greatest show in the history of mankind. This is, of course, the Dusty Smith Show. And I'm your host, TJ Kirk. Thank you for joining me tonight. As always, have an amazing fucking program. It's Monday, Monday. Thank you for tuning in on Monday. Love the shit out of you guys. Hey, Dusty, what's up? What's going on? Wearing a new shirt. Starting to look like, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Uh, Russell Brand. Wearing the Russell Brand shirt. Man, I'm getting fat as fuck, goddammit. I gotta get back to working out. There's so much to-do list. I am gonna get back in shape. Fuck you, internet. You don't know me. You don't know my life. Hate you. So, uh, folks, as always, I have a patron. You know how it works. Help me out. Do the thing. And also, Super Chats. Like one of the shows, the Super Chats. I read every single Super Chat you guys send me somewhere during the show. So you can immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever in the Super Chat. So uh, do that. You know how that works. Super cool. And uh, also, please, please like the video. Uh, people are like, Dusty, you're too negative with those of us selfish sons of bitches who won't like your video. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. I want to be nice to you guys today. I love you. Please like the video. All right. And uh, people are like... Dusty, please, please stop calling us names in the chat. Like, yelling at us to like the video, fuckos, or calling us pores. You're too mean to us. Okay, fine. Fine, I will stop calling you mean names. Instead of calling you pores, from now on, you're going to be the damned. You are the damned. Those of you who don't give me money, and of course, those of you who do give me money, are uh, heavenly bound. <laughs> That's the way it works in every cult. Wussel bland. Hell yeah. We're going to start the show a little different. Um... I have not watched this video, but somebody sent me this and uh, told me to watch it. So let's all watch it together and see if this is horrible. Apparently, uh, Bobby Lee, who is a comedian. I remember him from, like, Mad TV. Remember that shit? Apparently, he'd been telling this story for years, how he sexually assaulted a minor while she cried. I don't know. Let's listen together and see if this is horrific or uh, or if it's uh, blown out of proportion. <laughs> After the restaurant, we would go to there to Tijuana, uh -huh. and I went by myself one night, and uh -oh. um, there was all those military in Adelita, so there was no girls walking around. So I went in the back of Adelita, which is this alleyway called Hooker Alley, oh. and we don't know how old they are, and um, they really don't know how old. So don't they're judging me. Uh -huh. okay. no, no. And I was also 23. Sure. So uh -huh. I walked down Hooker Alley, and uh -huh. the girl at the end of this alley. Look like Natalie Portman. Oh, know, okay. But from the profession. Yes, yeah, I From the professional. Yeah, like the professional, you know what I mean? And that's and then um, we went to this place called the Miami, Miami Hotel. Okay, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna just say this real quick before I even get into these two stories. Uh -huh. Number one, I wanna say people that are listening right now that God God punished me for this. Oh, okay. So, th so well, the, good. The, the machete to the neck was punishment for my deed, you know, of this Natalie Portman girl. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I take her to this place called Miami Hotel. I, I make love to her. Oh, right? Boy. The moon through the um, curtains shine on her face. She, you cr she was crying. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. my. And she had snot bubbles. God. Snot <laughs> bubbles? She had snot bubbles, and she was crying, right? Holy and I felt shit. so bad that I power fucked her afterwards. Wow. So I can get it over with. So then that's the first part of the story. Oh my god, well that should be the end of that story. Oh, what the fuck, Bobby Lee? Like, what is the world that they live in where they feel comfortable just going in public telling stories like this? Hey, remember that time when I sexually abused an underage girl who looked like Natalie Portman who was 12 years old and the professional? Remember that? <laughs> that was hilarious. No, Bobby Lee, that's not hilarious. What you're describing is a, a crime, for one, I think. I don't know if it's a crime where you were, but it should be. And uh, that'd make you look good, Bobby Lee disgusting creepy as fuck that should be in the what the fuck section 
So yuck! You and I heard that together for the first time. I'm glad we shared that together. What a bonding moment between you and I. And all right, cool. Terrible. It's an awful fucking world. It's not actually cool at all. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible, heart-wrenching story. So let's see what the poors are saying. Oh, yeah, the damned. I wasn't going to call you poors anymore. Let's see what the damned have to say of your creepy as fuck. I agree with you. Family values, totally. Um, who is talking? That is Bobby Lee, who's a comedian, used to be in uh, Mad TV. Remember that? Remember Bobby Lee in Mad TV? Unless the story ends that he's telling it from jail, I really don't want to hear it. I know, right? It should be the end of his career. But if cancel culture was real, it would be. But it's not. It is not. All right. Uh, hello, Dustin, everyone. What's up, Pub Night? How are you doing? Good to see you. And Stuart Durden started us off with 449 pounds. No, $4.49. pounds. That's less. But still good, and I appreciate it. How old was that? I don't know. Natty Portman in The Professional is 12 or 13 years old, right? She was like, have you ever seen Natty Portman? Let, let me let me show you Natalie Portman for the professional. If you have never seen the professional, Natalie Portman professional. Yeah, so he said he looked. She looked just like Natalie Portman from the professional, and uh, in the professional, Natalie Portman looked like this. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pedophile. That guy is a pedophile. He's making jokes about being a pedophile. Oh, so not the best. Not the best, Bobby Lee. You might want to not tell that story anymore. Gross. And uh, thoughts on the fat acceptance movements. I think you should feel comfortable with who you are and love yourself who you are. As long as you d acknowledge the fact that it's an unhealthy lifestyle and leads to lots of health problems, including a shorter lifespan. So don't deny reality. But at the same time, sure, love yourself for whoever you are and, and uh, feel good and sexy about yourself. You know? I, I do not accept my fat only because uh, I am very shallow and I'm a horrible human being. So I am self-appointed king of the pores, the damned. You said it wrong. Fucking damn. 28 years since that movie came out. Damn, I know, right? Old school. Leon, the professional. I love that movie. Good movie. It was a good movie. Um, I miss Miss Swan. She looking like a man, right? Totally not racist. Not racist at all. All right, folks, let's go ahead and jump into the show. Got to start off like you usually do. Got a very short religious bullshit segment tonight, but uh, as always, might as well sing the song. Got to kill time somehow. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bully, bully, bully shit. It's time for religious bullshit. It is time for religious bullshit. Nailed it. And got lots of hate preachers tonight. Well, not lots, but two. And that's enough when it comes to hate preachers. Let's start us off with Christian hate preacher Ben Nam. Um, so uh he started out bad. Right from Jump Street, he started off with, hey, uh, we should kill all the gays. But folks, he's not violent. He's not calling for violence at all. He thinks the government should kill gays. And as long as you think the government should kill gays, you're not violent. That's the way it works in logic land. The words of the Lord are pure words. That's what it says behind him. And this guy clearly speaks for God. So we should all listen up. Leviticus 20, 13. You know where I got that from? The Bible. That's God's word today. And I'm not ashamed of it. I believe Robbie. every single f sodomite freak should be taken out by the government and put to death. 
Oh, so the Bible says. It doesn't say that, actually. Oh, it's the Old Testament. So what? Yeah. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And by yeah. the way. All says, so says in the Old Testament that you should be able to have slaves and sex slaves and beat your slaves and bash children's brains against rocks. Shit like that, you know. Super good stuff. Way, God's moral law didn't just vanish away when Jesus died on the cross. Jesus didn't die on the cross I agree so that, that can be trans with no oh, consequences. No. Oh no, By the way, trans women can't be trans women and man with no consequences. What kind of world would this be if somebody could be who they wanted to be and live happily and in harmony without consequences? Show them the love of Christ. It's the government's job. It's not the government's job. I'm not advocating for violence. You are. Nobody in our church advocates for you violence. You are 100% advocating We're not for violence. teaching you to go out and to engage in the death penalty or to orchestrate this yourself. I mean, you're literally telling people to go out and vote for politicians who will orchestrate this and kill gays for themselves, so that's not true. That's not our job. It's it is the government's job. Let me repeat that. It is the job. government's job not. to execute those who are guilty of a capital offense, and the Bible teaches that homos, that sodomites, that predators are guilty of a capital crime and should be put to death by a righteous government. Not any one of us. Let me and also pretty sure it says the same thing about adulterers and uh, or disobedient children. We gonna have to murder a lot of motherfuckers. Make it very clear the attitude that you ought to have. Hope that every single f dies and goes to hell. Mm. And don't apologize for it. But that's what I hope. You know, I'd rather get tortured and killed. I'd rather get tortured slowly and killed and dismembered than be a f it. Kill me. I'd rather just die. I'd rather just go to hell. Take me there instead of being a f it. I'd rather be. You would rather be tortured for eternity? For literally eternity rather than suck a dick? I'm sorry, man. I would suck all the dicks on earth for I'm going to go to hell for eternity. I'd be sucking dicks left and right, uh, playing with them. I'd be doing it all, man. Finger in the butthole, whatever you're into. Just keep me out of hell, okay? I'd be so gay. Damn it! Make it sound so cool and uh, not to be outdone, folks. Got another hate preacher coming at you this time. It's Jonathan Shelley. And uh, he wants you to know that if there's one thing that Jesus hates, it's men with long hair. The Bible teaches that men that have a long haircut are dishonoring Jesus Christ. It is a bad example. And man, has it come back with a vengeance. The man bun. The long hair, the Fabio. I agree with the man bun. Oh. Terrible, but. You look like a queer, dude. Why would I ever want you to look like a woman? God doesn't want you to look like that. God wants you to get a haircut. Notice that the woman's not the image of God. That's why she can't have long hair. And that's why women should grow out her hair because we can't if we want to be right with god we have to have short hair Amen. if women want to be right with god they have long hair yep. and you know what a woman having short hair is blaspheming god every single day because she's basically mocking what god looks like by saying oh i'm trying to be like god too but he's not a woman and every guy that has long hair is mocking God every single day. And I've never, ever seen a woman with short hair and said, that looks better than long hair. Never. But you know what? I can tell you what a lesbian haircut looks like. I can tell you how you look ugly as sin with that short Karen haircut that you have. With the little manager pin. Yeah, that looks disgusting. Okay. I'm just trying to remember, what did Jesus look like? Oh yeah, 
He had long hair and stuff. Hmm. I don't even know. Maybe he thinks Jesus is like this guy. Maybe he's like a more realistic. Maybe he thinks Jesus was just a Middle Eastern dude with short hair. I guess. Oh, no. But you might want to tell the artist throughout history. I don't think they agree with you there, priest. Preacher. Hate preacher. So, anyway, don't expect any logic from these motherfuckers. I'll hate all the time, showing the love of Christ, as they do. And that's my very short religious bullshit. That guy's so gay. They're all gay, aren't they? See, Super Chats got a few. Please hit the like button. My fellow cult members, I love you. I'm wearing my cult shirt tonight. Fuck yes, yeah, a little tight on me, because I'm a fat fuck. But hey, I love you anyway. Looks got short sleeves. Fuck yes. And uh, the pub night, don't you love how these televangelists claim only listen to God, yet they constantly worship Trump and the government, even though their God clearly states not to follow man's laws. Don't listen to that. Who you gonna believe? Them or the, them or the Bible. Them in your own ears. Them, of course. Blaze it. Love to have stash and pretty boy. What's up? Pretty boy sitting right there. I'm not gonna move the camera. I was gonna move the camera to show you, but then I have to move it back and everything. But she's sitting right there looking at me. Yeah, he's got eyes wide. He's like, what are you talking about before, daddy? Because I want to. All right. Uh, damn, I was with the show. Hey, Dusty, what's up? Oi, boy. Uh, nailed it. As I always do. Tony Winston, good to see you now. Cat food, appreciate it. Gary Stillman, hero. Love you. All right, cool. More super chats, more likes, all of it. Do all of the things. As we go into the next section, which is... Trash World! Trash World! Dusty Fire Hill is Trash World! Trash World! And first off, on tonight's Trash World... I tried to show you this guy's last time on the show, but uh, Jesus didn't want me to. Jesus was like, fuck you! And then the website didn't load. But this is the story I was talking about, folks. Cat, don't mind my coke over, please. I would not like that. They're trying to put me to death here in Mississippi, y'all. Former MS lawmaker says supporters of trans rights should be executed. Oh, hell no. I'm gonna take a sip for this one. Gotta wet my beak for I'm reading this motherfucker. So, uh, Robert Foster dickhead let's all uh emblazon this guy's face in our mind so we can mock him or ridicule him if we ever see him out public a former mississippi lawmaker and gubernatorial candidate whose christian faith has always been a large part of his identity says that anyone who supports transgender rights should be executed via firing squad hey bring it on fucko gonna find out real quick that uh this whole narrative that the left don't like guns is bullshit you come after me, I'm going to defend myself. Not a fan. Not a fan of being threatened with death. The Republican, though, admit it. Uh, you already knew that before I said it. Yeah, no shit. We already know it's Republican. Robert Foster says, some of y'all still want to try and find political compromise with those that want to groom our school-age children and pretend uh, men are women. This is their big thing. Transgender people, all of them, are just trying to groom your children. They're trying to dehumanize them. And lump them in with pedophiles when it has nothing to do with each other. And like we're going to show you later with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's latest comments. They're doing the same thing with gay people. Just the fact that you're gay automatically in their minds means that you're a pedophile trying to groom their kids. I'm going to show you. I think they need to be lined up against a wall before a firing squad to be sent to an early judgment. Well, how Christian of you. So uh, bring it, motherfucker. Don't sing it. Bring it. But as always, Republicans uh, wishing violence, wishing death, sending their best because this is the best you guys can do. And another example of this, TJ pointed this one out. They're just trying 
to create a problem so they can come in and be the solution to the problem. It's like Christianity does with inventing sin, something that doesn't actually exist. So they can come in and give you the antidote to it. Utah bans transgender athletes in girls' sports despite videos. So they passed this law to ban all transgender athletes from girls' sports. And the governor said, uh, no, we're not going to do that. And so they passed it with a supermajority, I guess, which got around his veto, so they could definitely pass it. This is how serious they were about passing this law. And how many people did this affect? How much of an emergency was this for them to push through to make sure it could not be vetoed by the governor? Uh, it affected one kid. Utah only has one transgender girl playing in K-12 sports who would be affected by the ban. There have been no allegations of any of the four transgender youth athletes in Utah having a competitive advantage. So... Like I said, they don't actually give a shit about any of this. This is not an actual issue. It's not a problem. But they want to make you afraid. Trans panic is an issue that, for some reason, because of this trash goddamn country, is a winning issue for them. And if they can make you afraid of these nothing burgers, these things that aren't actual problems, they can distract you and get your vote without having to actually put put forth any policy issues that are popular and help anybody. So always fall for it. Disgusting. Fuck you, Republicans. And uh, here's an example of somebody being accidentally based. How can you not say it? She's like, in 2015, marriage is a social construct. It is a social construct. There's no reason why same-sex couples shouldn't enjoy the same rights. Exactly, right? Uh, You're posting this like it's a bad thing. And then, 2022. Gender is a social construct. Uh, it is a social construct. There's no reason why women assigned male at birth should enjoy the same rights. I know, right? Exactly. Exactly. How can you not see it? It's the same thing as the gay example. Just let people be happy. Have rights. Who gives a fuck? It's not hurting you. It's not an issue. God damn it. And uh, Walt Disney, a little bit too late. Too little too late. So after... They did everything in their power, literally, to support uh, the don't say gay bill. They pretty much financed every politician who voted for this thing, donated to their campaign. And then uh, they got a lot of flack. Bunch of their employees started walking out. We talked about this in the last show. Uh, Raven Simone was like, fuck this. We out of here. And so now they're like, oh, my God, we're having pushback. We're receiving flack from our dastardly D's, so we better uh, pretend like we actually give a shit now. So they came out on the Disney account and said, Florida HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed. Then why did you finance it, Disney? And should never have been signed into law. Oh, if only you would have said this and done something about it before you helped cause this problem. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed. Uh, Then the only thing you could do is... Promise you will never give any donations again to Republicans because they're the only ones trying to push this shit and uh, do nothing but fund progressive candidates who will promise to overturn this immediately and then do it very fucking publicly, as publicly as you possibly can. Do that and then maybe we'll give you some slack. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. So, I mean, good. It's good that we finally have the power of the little people to stand up, walk out of work. Social media gives us a voice 
to let the powerful, the rich, hear us in a way we never have before. And change is being made. Years ago, they would have never come this far and put out a statement like this. I do want to give them props for saying the right things, but we also have to hold them accountable to make them actually do the right things. But it's a good start from Disney and this fucking trash world. Put Disney on ice. <laughs> I get it. Because Disney is on ice. They cut his head off and put it in a cryogenic chamber or some shit. They froze his ass. I don't blame him. I want my ass froze too. Not my ass, my brain. My brain ass. And uh, folks, you know, we need we need another Twitter clone. You know, one that hopefully appeals to conservatives. I mean, we don't we only have like a we only have Truth Social and Frank Speech and Getter and Telegram and uh Shit, what all gab? I mean, we only have like 12 or 13 conservative alternatives to Twitter at this point. Clearly, we need another one. So Elon Musk this week is floating the idea that maybe he is going to start his own Twitter clone because it's gone so well for all the other people that tried this. Elon Musk said he has given serious thought to creating a new social media platform in a tweet Saturday. Musk's tweet follows criticism of Twitter, where he claimed the platform doesn't allow for free speech. Well, I mean, it doesn't apply. It only applies to the government, but okay, didn't matter. Given that Twitter serves as the de facto public town square, I mean, Facebook sort of does too, and uh, whatever. Failing to adhere to free speech principles fundamentally undermines democracy. You know what really undermines democracy? Uh, Trump and his cult trying to overthrow democracy and install himself as a dictator. I think that has a lot more to do with undermining democracy than Twitter does. You been tweeting about that, Elon Musk? No? It's almost like you don't actually give a shit about this at all. You're just trying to get attention for yourself. Okay. He then asked if a new platform is needed. Yeah, like there's not enough already. We definitely need one more. So anyway, he's floating the idea that he's going to make another one of these sites. Uh, I'm going to go on record and say I don't believe Elon Musk is going to do anything of the sort. For one, I know that he sees all these other wannabes come along, these other Twitter clones, fail miserably. Hell, Trump has not even bothered to post on his own Twitter clone. And it's failing miserably. We don't need a fucking other one. And I, I would say, like, if he just wanted the money, it'd be a good idea. Because, like, Truth Social made, like, a billion dollars selling stock, even though it had no revenue whatsoever, wasn't even launched yet, and it's failed miserably. So if he wanted the money, maybe he'd do it. But, like, Elon Musk doesn't fucking need the money. And he already knows this idea is going to fail because people are already on Twitter and you have to offer them something different than what Twitter gives them. They're not going to move somewhere where not everybody is. They want to be where everybody's chatting and Twitter's the place. I guess maybe if he found a way somehow to decentralize it and make it to where he's not actually in control of it and it's, uh, you know, based on open source software, maybe somehow on the blockchain, but in the, a good way, I don't know. He has to find a, a different alternative to do this that's not in any way uh, tied to him or any corporation or Tesla or anything. And then maybe, maybe it would take off. But I doubt he'd do that because that means giving up control of it. And we all know fucking Elon Musk is not going to do that. So he's just pissing in the wind, trying to get attention to himself. That's what he does. And he's good at it. I give him that. I'm talking about him. And, uh, folks. Oh, yeah. God damn it. This is, uh. Jordan Peterson had thoughts on Elon Musk's new social media platform. And folks, I mean, he's just kind of saying the, the quiet parts out loud now. Literally how elites think about everything. You know what he thinks the problem with Twitter is? The poors are allowed to post without having to pay money. 
It's too cheap for people to post. Let me read. Jordan Peterson says, Elon, social media can't function properly if it costs to post to millions of people. If the cost to post to millions of people stays unnaturally at zero, why would it be unnaturally at zero? Why would giving everybody the ability to say whatever they want to, to have unlimited free speech for free, be unnatural? I guess it is. I guess the natural order of capitalism, where only the rich and powerful have had access to letting their voices be broadcast. And I'm sure you'd like to go back to that day, Jordan Peterson, just like you'd like to go back to the day where only landowners could vote or something. But anyway, he goes on to say, it's not zero in the real world. So that means social media does not reflect the real-world incentive structure. Thus, it tilts inexorably towards insanity. Really? I mean, you should have had to pay me to read that bullshit. Talking about insanity, Peterson goes on to say, This is particularly true of accusatory and insulting messages. They have zero social media costs, but are very costly in the real world. I mean, the same cost, basically. You can get shit for saying things on social media just like you can in the real world, right? Here's the thought. If a mass communication tech is not an accurate microcosm of society in which it is embedded, particularly with regard to incentives, it will inevitably turn into a degenerative game. So that's right. Really, only rich people should be able to post on social media. You should have to pay for it. Doesn't that sound fair? Doesn't that sound like a world you want to live in? Hey, it's a meritocracy, right? According to Peterson. So... That would just mean those with the most merit have the most money and have the most speech. Money is speech, according to conservatives, so it all fits. Are you listening, Elon? Are you listening? And speak of Jordan Peterson, this is why people think Jordan Peterson might be a little shady, a little full of shit. First, he's like, Jordan Peterson explains why men should always dress up. That's right. Look your best. Stand tall. Be a manly man. It's a good thing. And then he's like, Jordan Peterson exposes women wearing makeup in the workplace. What? Suddenly, when women look their best, they're trying to seduce you. But when a man's wearing a suit that makes him look all good, makes his lines look good, that's all cool. That's the way you should be. Unlike those slutty women trying to seduce us with their makeup and their horny lipsticks. God damn it. Conservatives are stupid. And uh, I'm not going to show you this video, folks. But I'm going to cover it because I do not hide from these tough subjects. I don't know if you guys saw this. But apparently, I don't know if this is true. Warning, warning, this could be propaganda. This hasn't been vetted. I, I, I researched it. They're looking into it. I'm going to show you all this. But it could be Russian propaganda. I don't know. But this is what's being out there on social media lately, especially shared uh, vastly by conservative accounts. Apparently, there's video out there that purportedly shows Ukrainian soldiers shooting and torturing Russian POWs, shooting them in the leg and shit. And not giving them medical care. And, uh, man, like, this is the absolute worst possible fucking thing Ukrainians could do. Which makes me wonder if it's actually real. Maybe it is. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a lot of uh, shitty people that's also in the Ukrainian military, just like there are in every society. But uh, if you wanted to make Russians feel like they're justified in attacking you, if you wanted to embolden the base of Putin... There is no better way you could do it than this kind of shit. Just fucking awful. And so they say they're looking into it. Ukraine vows immediate investigation over alleged video of Russian prisoners being shot in the leg. So they're telling all the troops, hey, if this is true, if anybody's doing shit like this, you will be held accountable. And 
do not do this. This is 100% playing into Russians' hands if you do this. And anybody accused of doing this, anybody doing this, anybody committing war crimes for either side should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Fuck this. I don't care if you're Ukrainian. I don't care if you're Russian. Hell to the no, to the no, to no, no, to no, no, motherfuckers. It's fake. Is it fake? I don't know. I mean, the Ukrainian government didn't say it was fake. They said uh, they were looking into it. So I do not. Maybe it's fake, though. Like, I have no idea. Footage appears on the Internet in which prisoners were treated with extreme cruelty by Ukrainian nationalists. I have no clue. But uh could be fake. Do you guys have any have any evidence it's fake yet? Because I did. Uh, it, I mean, you're saying it's Russian probably. It could be. Like, it very well could be. I have no idea. Do you guys have any evidence of that that were not? Because I did look into it today to try to find. Uh, and this is all I could find about is Ukrainians saying that they were looking into it, but they didn't say that it was fake. So, uh. Yeah, but I know you guys are saying that it's fake, but do you have any proof that it's fake? Nobody is... I don't believe any of that. I know, but you're... Yep, fake. Play it. But, I mean, do you, do you have any proof? <laughs> you can't just say it's fake propaganda and not... You have kind of some kind of source that I couldn't find? Anyway, learn to tell things based on many criteria. I mean, it definitely could be true. I don't know. Good response from Ukraine. Sounds fake. My evidence is woman's tuition. You don't care? I'm right. That's bullshit. If they're torturing people and they're actually doing this, this is uh, incredible. Well, it's going to be used as propaganda, not just propaganda, but like real footage to embolden the Russian people and to make them feel justified. This will get people killed. This will ensure the war goes on. I mean, so you should care. I mean, I guess if you don't care about anybody except for yourself, you don't actually care about the war or anything. Then you're probably a pretty big piece of shit, though. Right. Don't know what the fuck you would say that I'm not going to play it. Why would I fucking play that? All right, next up. Speaking of the Ukrainian bullshit, Dusty shot me in the leg. I uh, did not. Uh, brainwashed Russian mother embarrassed her captured son in front of Ukrainian journalists. So uh, I guess one of these journalists got in there to the Russian soldier. It looks like a little kid scared of shit. And uh, I'm not going to play uh, dudes getting shot in the fucking kneecap with a gun. Why would I do that? Especially if it is propaganda. I'm not going to fake fucking propaganda. Plus, I get my account banned. Why the hell would I do that? Um, is there evidence it is real? I mean, it's video showing what appears to be Ukrainian soldiers. I don't know. Uh, brainwashed Russian mothers embarrasses her captured son in front of Ukrainian journalists. So uh, the, what was interesting about this is how... Russian boomers over there sound exactly like conservatives in this country. Almost like almost like they're watching Fox News all day. I know they're they're pretty much the same sources anyway, since Fox News do nothing but pushing Russian propaganda. But uh they're literally giving the exact same narratives. These people sound like my mom, like my grandparents, yet they're Russians. Let's have a look. Why did Russia invade Ukraine and kill Ukrainian people? So this is the kid asking his mom. They got him to call his mom and ask her, you know, why the fuck are we doing this? Why did NATO stuff Ukraine with weapons, she says. To attack Russia's. I'm sorry, but the thing is, either Ukraine invaded Russia or Russia invades Ukraine. Not Ukraine, but NATO. So they believe Ukraine was going to attack Russia? Like, what the fuck? No, they weren't. Mom. Mom. And he's like, let me talk to her. 
Hello, my name is Vladimir. Why is everybody with the name Vladimir? Pick a new name, Ukraine and Russia. Tell me, please, in other countries, including the Baltic countries, they have all the same things. Why do you think Ukraine specifically was planned to invade Russia? Because all your plans were made there. Not only that, but Ukraine created coronavirus and told everyone that it was China. How many of those biolabs do you have there? Ma, what kind of nonsense are you saying, he says, and the reporter says, those biolabs are there during the Soviet Union. There is corroborated evidence about that. Not only that, I'm going to tell you what I know and knew before, she says, that Ukraine doesn't belong to itself for a long time. All Ukrainian land is owned by Americans. That, that's it. All that's planted there by Americans. We worked attacking Ukraine. What do you mean Americans have the land, he asked. Of course Americans. Biden's son was commanding everything like it's his home. Biden's son was on board of committee of one of the companies in Ukraine. We have a democratic government. We have a different companies, and Biden's son was in one of those companies. Democratic government. Oh, really? You're the appendage of NATO. Two, three days, and you would join NATO. All of this is confirmed. I'm making it. Poland is in NATO. Why do you think if Ukraine would be in NATO, even though no one wanted to take us there? Anyway, uh, she sounds like I said, like any fucking American who watches Fox News. Crazy. How they're all, all on the same message now. Yeah, crazy what conservatism has come in this country. Basically the new Russia. Last up. Well, it's not last up. We're going to do the whole uh, Will Smith thing under the banner of Trash World. But before we get there, folks, did you guys see this clip from Gary? 60 Minutes? Talking about late stage capitalism. This is so frustrating to watch. So this guy's company owns 30,000 houses they're renting out. And he's going to tell us why millennials and the next generation don't actually want houses. He's a good guy here, folks. They're actually doing people a favor by buying up all the real estate at extreme prices and then uh, renting it out to you, ensuring that you can never actually afford to own anything for yourself. Let's hear him explain himself why he's such a good fellow. Gary Berman is CEO of Tricon Residential, a Toronto-based company that has quietly become one of the largest owners of single-family homes in the United States. So today, we own about 30,000 single-family rental homes across the U.S., largely in the Sun Belt, and we've got probably about 75,000 people living in our homes. You are a multi-billion dollar company. You're publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Correct. And the- Toronto Stock Exchange. Toronto Stock Exchange. I even read in one of your own documents that your revenue went up last year by 67%. Mm, shocking. Is that correct? Yeah, I, we're expanding. I mean, when you think about it, we have an incredible amount of demand for what we do. So, Leslie, in any given week, we might have two or 300 homes available. For renting. For renting. And we get about 10,000 leasing inquiries a week. That's horrible. Tricon is trying to buy 800 houses a month. I think if you asked a lot of millennials, and that tends to be our primary resident, um, they would probably tell you that they don't 
necessarily desire to own a home uh -huh. or to own a car. And they've grown up in the sharing economy, and for what's important to them is lifestyle, right? And so if they can move into this, what we call a turnkey or hotel-ready home, and have a low-maintenance lifestyle, that's very compelling for them. Like, very compelling. Very compelling. We're doing them favors, folks. Uh, no. You have priced them out of the fucking market, and they have no choice either to be homeless or pay absorbent rents because they cannot afford down payments. They can't get loans the way you can. Like, good God. They need to put these people in fucking jail, seriously. Like, we need to nationalize. We need to immediately seize this company, nationalize all these houses, and then turn into low-income houses. Fuck this. Like, I'm way more militant than people think I am. I'm not allowed to say a lot of things I want to say because I'll get banned. But fuck everything about this. Goddamn, I'm sick of this system. These soulless vampires sucking off our goddamn system in a bad way. Just no morals whatsoever. No integrity. Where have you been? I Always right here. Uh, Botox guy. Greedy assholes, I know, right? Rent or nothing. Yeah, you like it though, don't you? You like not having anything. You you want to have to pay uh, car payments every month. Never own anything in your life. Have to work paycheck to paycheck just to survive. It's the lifestyle you enjoy so much. All right, moving on. Folks, uh, I was going to cover on tonight's show toxic masculinity. This is before the whole Will Smith thing happened and... Uh, to kick us off, I was going to play this video as a great example of toxic masculinity. So uh, I don't know if this video is new. I don't give a fuck because it is an excellent, excellent example of what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Um, so this guy is in an airport and uh, starting fights with uh, another one of the, uh, I guess, employees there. And just everything about his behavior is why toxic masculinity is uh, so important to talk about. Why this stuff is so harmful to men. So let me play it and then we'll talk about it. He died. Well, I would have taken my phone. I want need that fade, bro. I need that fade, my nigga. I need that fade, my nigga. I need that fade, bro. He need that fade. I don't know what that means, but. I need that fade, my nigga. He need it. They call security a minute ago. So you're gonna walk over and assault the guy. Yeah, great move. And so these awesome brave women gonna like form a line to protect the guy with. Don't turn on the air conditioner cups. Uh love these women. This is exactly how you do it, but he is so insecure at the thought he might have been disrespected by somebody. You have insulted my manliness, so I got to prove that I'm a man. I got to show you. And so that's 100% what is driving his behavior here. Run a fade means fight. Okay, never heard that before. Security 10 minutes ago. She called the police 10 minutes ago. 
So this is another great example of why toxic masculinity hurts men so badly. This guy is making so many bad decisions based on his male ego. Like whatever progress he's made in his life. He doesn't look homeless. He probably has a car. He might have a job. Whatever progress he has made in his life is being severely hampered. He's going to set himself back so far because he's going to go to jail. He's going to have to pay fines. He's going to miss work, probably get fired. I mean, this has gone viral. He's going to lose friends. All for what? Because he's so fucking insecure, he has to prove what a man he is to somebody. And this is just like one example. But this is the kind of shit daily that we see men behave like that severely, severely hurts them. Combating toxic masculinity isn't about harming men. It's about the exact opposite about that. It's about trying to point out these behaviors that hurt men and women, hurt us all, and try to correct them. He won't learn Dusty? Probably not. But I mean, maybe somebody else will learn from his mistakes. He does seem, well, he seems unstable, but like this is how most men who behave this way seem like. Most of this toxic masculine guys who like to get in fights and uh, think they have to prove something to themselves. I mean, you can blame it on mental illness, but it's just, like I said, it's this, uh, it's how society makes you feel you have to behave to be masculine and manly. You can never let anybody fucking see you cry. You can never let anybody disrespect you. Continue to have to prove what a big man you are. It's just fucking exhausting. That's why I don't like to be around dudes. So uh, then Bill Maher doing what Bill Maher does. Went on his show to talk about toxic masculinity. And of course, misrepresents what toxic masculinity is completely in order to spread right-wing narratives, which seems to be his bread and butter these days. And finally, new rule, if there's one thing we've learned from the crisis in Ukraine, it's that everyone loves and the world still needs grown-ass men. All right, who said that we didn't? I mean, other than maybe some incredibly small fringe somewhere, this is not a mainstream argument anywhere that the, more, the world no longer needs men. Applause, side. Guys. Look, you can go on about how masculinity is itself toxic or... Who? That is not the argument at all. Their masculinity in itself is not toxic. There are some beautiful things about masculinity. A lot of those things are shown to us as a shining example by Vladimir Zelensky. Protecting your homeland, being there for your people, standing up to oppression. Those are good types of masculinity. They're not exclusively masculine, but those are good types of masculinity, not toxic whatsoever. The things that people admire about Vladimir Zelensky have nothing to do with toxic masculinity. Bill Maher. Or you can be horny for Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky, but you can't do both. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, the Internet these days is filled with posts like every woman in your life now has at least a small crush on Zelensky and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. <laughs> If I'm being honest, Zelensky gives me a lady boner. Badassery is sexy as fuck, and I want to bang Zelensky. Could a 
might be that as much as women may want to create the perfect man, there's always going to be a little bit of toxic mixed in with our masculinity, and no amount of training will turn us into your favorite Twilight character. Uh, literally, no one is trying to turn you into a character on Twilight. No. No, there does not have to be toxic masculinity inside of masculinity. Yes, we can improve ourselves not to be fucking toxic because it actually hurts men to be that way. They're not doing this against men. They're doing this for men and for the benefit of society. What the fuck? Masculinity is like coffee. Even when you decaffeinate it, there's still a little caffeine in there. Now, there's certainly no denying that. Anyway, just more bullshit from Bill Maher. Sleeking even further than he was before, if that's at all possible. How long till he's canceled and then he can do the uh, cancel culture circuit where he bitches about, I got canceled. Now I just get to go from city to city and make millions of dollars saying where the fuck I want at all times. I'm so oppressed. Can't even say anything anymore. Like, who the fuck's watching that? Any Bill Maher fans out there at this point? I guess, like, conservatives are watching him now, which leads us to the big story. Like, I don't know. Uh, damn it, I fucked this up. <laughs> All right, we're going to fuck it. I just didn't say that. Reset. Folks, I don't know if you've heard about this Will Smith thing or not. Uh, no one's talking about it. I'm shocked. I don't know why more people are not talking about this. I've heard almost nothing about it. But apparently, there was a uh, a show on last night called The, the, the Academy Awards. I don't know how you pronounce Academy. I don't know exactly how you pronounce that word, but uh, it, it was something, some kind of program where uh, they give uh, statues to rich people. I don't know. Uh, and uh, then Will Smith, who is an actor, uh, was on there, and he has a wife who has a uh, a condition where her hair falls out. And uh, then Chris Rock told a joke about it, and I guess he didn't uh, alopeciate, uh, appreciate it. Um, so, uh, he smacked Chris Rock in his face. He walked on stage and he smacked him right in his face, so we're gonna, I'm sure you've seen this, uh, but we're gonna watch it anyway because it's setting up everything else we're talking about. Honest job tonight, Javier Bardem. So let's skip across, uh, skip it up to uh, where he makes a really, it wasn't even a funny joke. It's a dated joke about G.I. Jane. Does anybody even know what the fuck G.I. Jane is? Like, good God, better material, Chris Rock. Lord! Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> so uh, he laughed at first. She's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he looks over at her, and she ain't laughing. So... He's thinking, oh my God, now I got to defend my wife because I'm going to be considered a pussy. I didn't stand up for my wife. I'm going to take shit for this because she's obviously upset about this. So uh, I got to get up there and I guess physically assault the man who made a joke about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. No! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. 
That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. I mean, it's one of the greatest moments we talked about forever in the history of television. He's right about that. And he did handle himself very well. I mean, the joke was bad. And was it an ableist joke? I mean, he is making fun of her for having a medical condition that affects a lot of women, makes a lot of women feel uh, not beautiful. And uh, I didn't think it was a very appropriate joke. I thought it was punching down. But toxic masculinity is like when you get up there and you think, first of all, if she had a problem with it, she could have handled it herself, right? She doesn't need you solving her problems for her. It's like standing up for your woman, but like your woman doesn't need you to stand up for her. She could do it herself. And like you could have just got up and walked out. Said, hey, I don't want to sit here and take this abuse. You insulted my wife, and I don't want to be a part of this program if you're going to behave like this. And walked out. And that would have actually made a bigger statement than walking up and smacking Chris Rock. So, like I said, this is kind of, in my opinion, uh, sort of an example of toxic masculinity. Um, and makes Will Smith, in my opinion, look bad. It was a bad move. It probably won't affect him at all, because this shit never affects anybody. But not okay. To assault people like that, in my opinion. And we all know, folks, that, uh, well, did you see the, uh, <laughs> the, the pictures of everybody's face? This is well when it hell happens. Matt Damon is like, crypto? And, uh, The Rock is like, huh? And, uh, Meryl Streep, is that Meryl Streep? She's like, what? And, uh, uh, sexy, what is her name? Um, Sophia, that's not her name. Uh, whatever. And, uh, oh, Ryan Gosling is like, teehee, and Mel Gibson's like, juice. And so everybody was shocked, right? Everybody was so surprised at what they're seeing there. And, uh, but, uh, you guys want to know why he, uh, smacked him with an open hand? It's because, uh, Paper Beach Rock. Everybody knows that, Paper Beach Rock, yo. And so just saying, he, uh, he playing by the rules at least. I'll give him that one. Will Smith. and uh, But we all know, folks, if the other Rock would have got up there and told that joke, would have been a completely different outcome. Yeah, he'd have been uh, licking the uh, the other Rock's nuts. He ain't slapping this Rock, just saying. A jabroni. Weak. And I see a lot of people over there saying it's fake. At first, I thought it was probably fake, too. Because, I mean, they are, like, he just won the Academy Award for Best Actor. So he is a good actor, apparently. He could have easily faked the whole thing and he could have acted and everything. Whether it's fake or not, I kind of lean towards the fact that it was real. At first, I thought it might be fake, but I, the way they all acted afterwards and Chris Rock's, like, uh, of course, Chris Rock's a good actor, too. A real good actor. So it's possible it's all fake. I have no idea. But I kind of lean towards probably real. But uh, I'll tell you guys why I think this might be real. It's because... Will Smith has a habit of smacking people he disagrees with. So here's a guy who was uh, hugging him and giving him a kiss, just trying to kiss him on his cheeks. And he smacks this guy. Problem, buddy. Right. I'm kiss you on the cheek, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, sorry. You said kiss me in my mouth. Joke, you lucky I ain't sucker punching. Oh, sorry. I said that on camera. <laughs> Super cool. You slapped a guy for kissing you on the cheek. Well, toxic masculinity. Disappointed in you, Rock. Disappointed. And uh, 
Then, of course, he got up there and said, the devil made me do it. Of course, they don't take any responsibility for any fucking thing. It's always the goddamn devil. I better not play this. I wonder if they're going to copyright me for playing this shit. Anyway, he got up there and said, yeah, at your highest moment, the devil comes for you. What the fucking devil that made you behave that way, Will Smith? It was your own goddamn privilege. I guess your rich celebrity privilege makes you think you should go around and slap people you disagree with. And, uh, but don't worry, folks. The Academy launches a formal investigation into this. So we're finally going to find out what happened. I cannot wait to find out what happened. I mean, some people are saying that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Some people are saying it didn't have, I don't know. I wasn't there, you know, uh, but I guess they're going to get to the bottom of it. And I cannot wait. I'm going to hold my opinion. Till they get this investigation done. I mean, like, I don't know. You, there was a lot of celebrities there, my understanding. And a lot of models, too. You think somebody would have had a camera and filmed it or something. So we know what's going on. But nope. So I am withholding all comments. Until the Academy looks into it and tells us what actually went on. Can't wait for that. I'll keep you guys uh, apprised of their findings. And uh, I don't know why people are so shocked, though, folks, to be honest with you. I mean, there were signs that Will Smith had kind of a violent past. I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but uh, I mean, according to Will Smith's own mouth, like when he was a kid, he like got into a fight in his neighborhood and he was sent to live with his rich uncle because he was getting into trouble. And I know like he claims that it was just one little bitty fight and his mom got scared, but that doesn't make any sense to me because like, would you leave town over just one little fight? So there's really no telling how many fights he instigated or started before his mom sent him off to live with his rich uncle. So and uh, and Vadim, who was also uh, like me, one of the greatest journalists of all time, he came across this old recording where Will Smith talks about uh, some incidents he had with his parents when he was uh, a teenager. And I guess abuse runs in his family. And I'm not going to like play the recording but I will read you a transcript of the recording. And apparently, uh, he, he was arrested, uh, and, and his parents' car was impounded. And uh, there was no way for him to avoid being grounded after what he did. So his parents were on vacation. They had to come on vacation to get him. And he was like, he was so scared. He was like, I'd rather be in jail than have my father hit me, right? And so his parents walked in, and he was like, he had to get his grip, right? And so he's like, Mom and Dad, how is your trip? But they didn't speak. He was trying to plead his case and everything. But his father, like, grabbed him right by the face. And he shut in the car by his face. And it was a, apparently a real devastating car ride home for him. And he didn't know, like, he was going to survive. And this is the bad part. Apparently, while they were driving home, they took turns. One would beat him while the other was driving. I guess they, like, this is the kind of, I guess, uh, atmosphere that they grew up in. This violent atmosphere. And uh, he just, he said, I can't believe it. He, he just made a mistake, right? But, uh, you know, parents are the same no matter time or place. So, like, uh, all you other kids across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand, right? And so, terrible. Terrible that he went through this. And so, like, it's uh, no surprise that he turned violent himself later in life. And then, apparently, like, uh, the kid from Spider-Man was, like, texting the other Peter Parkers to see if Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in their universe, too. And they did. He, like, slapped them in, like, all their fucking universes. Happened, like, all across the metaverse. It's crazy as fuck. And then, uh, and then apparently somebody found some footage of Will Smith, like, uh, arriving to the Oscars. 
And uh, it's kind of wild. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. So there you have it. Just like started that trouble early, Will Smith. Definitely not Bernie Mac. Rest in peace, Will Smith doing that. So, uh, and uh, but that, folks, didn't stop the bad take machine. As you can imagine, bad takes were everywhere. Unlike my takes, which have been infallible, above reproach. Some people out there didn't have as many good takes as I have. And let's have a look at some of them. Here's uh, Democracy Dies. Sam Sheehan says, to clarify on the earlier tweet, I had to delete. Why did you delete it? I can't imagine what you could have said that would have made you delete it. I'm obviously not saying it was the same as 9-11. Dude. But Will Smith slapping Chris Rock had a similar live TV shock value as 3,000 people died in 9-11. They will echo throughout our culture. 9-11 was worse. Are you sure? Are you sure that Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars was not as bad as 9-11? I don't know. That's a bold statement there. But Muhammad Atta did not win an Oscar right after. That's true. That's a good point. Imagine if Muhammad Atta would have murdered 3,000 people and then won an Oscar. That would have been bad. And then Max Blumenthal said, just in time for the flood of Azov atrocity videos. That was a reference to uh, the video I was talking about earlier about shooting the Russian people in the legs, which is bad. Media, Zelensky, Will Smith, it's a distraction, yo. Will Smith did that to distract us off the Ukrainian war. Genius fucking Will Smith. Working for the oligarchs and the New World Order and whatnot. Then comedian Tiffany Haddish was all thrilled about it. She was like, yay, dudes assaulting people. For making jokes about their wives is good, actually. Now, I'm defined tonight as a success. Okay. It was a great night tonight. Okay, what First did you... First of all, I seen a man stand up for his wife, okay. which we don't see that much anymore. Mm-hmm. That made me have hope. Yeah, be 5% of his wife, but to commit assault over jokes, bad look. How about you? I wanted, How did you feel about it? I wanted your opinion on it because you're a comedian. And so it was that thing where, like, was that joke too far? How did you feel about what Will did? Because you are someone who's done comedy, and yet, like you just said, you saw a man defending his wife. Yeah. yeah. I want to know how you felt about it. Would you want your husband to do that for you if you was clearly hurt? I, I mean, they not. put her yeah. face up on the screen. Uh-huh. Looked over at his wife. She was hurt. I would like them to walk out in protest. I do not want them to assault anybody. I would not want anybody assaulted. For talking about me. You can say whatever the fuck you want about me. What do I give a shit? What would you want? Now, what I- would you want? I'd want him to act like a fucking adult, not a man-child, an entitled man-baby, but that's just me. And then uh, Jim Gaffigan, who's usually pretty funny, likes to talk about bacon. Uh, not very funny. Said, I'm still disgusted. We don't deserve the brilliance of Chris Rock. I mean, Chris Rock's okay. He's just a dude, though, right? He goes on to say, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Donald Trump and Will Smith. At Lane, try again. Try a fuck again, goddamn Jim Gaffigan. Man, as soon as I heard about this, I was like, I want to write some funny jokes about this. And like, I, haven't I delivered some pretty funny jokes about this? Why am I a better comedian than Jim Gaffigan? Come on, dude. You're better than this, in my opinion. And uh, then... 
Kyle Becker would like you to know, if Will Smith was white, he would have been led out of the Oscars in handcuffs. Then police would have thrown him in jail. There would be thousand media hit pieces about him being a racist. He wouldn't. He would be canceled for life. Instead, he won the best actor. That's privilege. Got 23,000 likes and I couldn't agree more. Once again, Will Smith taking advantage of his black privilege to get away with crimes. Because if there's one thing I know about our American judicial system, it's how lenient they are with black criminals. Pretty much just get away with anything if you're black in this country, right? Isn't that true? Oh, it's not true at all? It's stupid as fuck? Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, then, Emily Porter, who apparently is a medical doctor of some sort or something? I don't know. Uh, is Oh, she deleted it! God damn it, she deleted it! What? Where? Ah, fuck. Anyway, so her take was basically, uh, we wouldn't all be as happy with this if he would have got there and slapped Betty White. And I mean, yeah, because he would have to dig her up and then uh, slap her dead body on television. I would have a problem with that. I would have more of a problem. I do agree with her that I would have more of a problem if Will Smith dug up the dead corpse of Betty White and then drug her out of the Oscars and slapped her dead corpse. I agree. That would have been bad. But like, uh, what the fuck are you even talking about, crazy lady? Wish I could have shown you guys this. Whatever. I'm, I don't understand why you deleted it. You should have deleted it. It was nonsense. And then let's listen to Eric Weinstein's take. Eric Weinstein's like, uh, there are limits to comedy. What? I thought you conservative dipshits were constantly saying there are no lips to comedy. You can joke about whatever you want to. Can't you take a joke? That's what you guys always tell us. What? Now you're saying there's limits? Anyway, he goes on to say, not everything is fake. Not all masculinity is toxic. True, I agree. Like, all this shit. Violence is sometimes the answer. I mean, sometimes. Like, if you're, like, defending yourself or somebody else, that's the answer. But not when somebody's making jokes at the Oscars. I know nothing about what happened at the Oscars, but I'm sure going to talk about it like I do. But many of my followers disagree with all of the above. How? I don't know. We just became simplistic. Uh, You became simplistic poofy-headed mofo, and uh, then this lady's like, if only Will Smith got as upset when white men take away his right to vote, the fuck does that do with anything? First off, I'm pretty sure that uh, the white man is not taking away his right to vote specifically. They're just trying to pass laws that disenfranchise black people in general, but Will Smith, he gonna be fine, because he got plenty of money, and I'm pretty sure he got his license, he ain't gotta worry about that shit, but anyway, nice try, Sarah Spector. Bad take. And Jimmy Dore, the doorknob himself, wants you to know. Except for that time a comedian was assaulted on stage and you didn't have a security apprehend or throw that guy out or have him arrested. He should have been arrested, maybe. Like I, I sort of maybe, agree. I don't know if Will Smith should have been arrested for that. I mean, only if Chris Rock was going to press charges, which he didn't. I think it's probably okay. But anyway, then Jimmy Dore goes on to say, This is normalizing assaulting performers who offend you. That's right, folks. This is crazy. Only a crazy person would justify and assault a performer who offends you. Hold on, hold on. Unlike Jimmy Dore, who would never, never assault a performer who offended him. Uh, Here he is, spitting in the face, a performer artist 
performance artist uh, Alex Jones. Remember this? Yeah, spit right in his face. That's assault there, Jimmy Dore. You just uh, assaulted a performer for offending you. Hypocrite. The sad, little bit of a hypocrite, Dore. I think I'd rather be uh, wuss slapped than spit in the face by Jimmy Dore. Just saying. That's just uh, my preference there. I don't want either one of those, just to be clear. And uh, got the cat some new scratching post. They're enjoying very much today. We got them uh, some new uh, boxes to sit in. They're like, not boxes, what do you call um Cubby holes. They're like nice, though. They're like pillows inside on the top. They're enjoying the shit out of them. They're like cubicles for cats. We got a bunch of them everywhere now on Scratch and Post. We're hooking them up. So thank you guys for supporting us in these super chats and on uh, Patreon. We're doing good things with that money. And uh, the funniest reply might have been from Cher. Cher was like, oh, what a night. I'm so happy. And then somebody said, Cher must really hate Chris Rock. To which she responded, I hadn't even seen the fight, dipshit. I went to get a Dr. Pepper. That's right. She missed the whole fucking thing. She didn't know what was going on, dipshit. Dr. Pepper, more important than that. And uh, did you guys know that Chris Rock and Will Smith used to date? It's sort of true. At least they were on a show together where they dated. Here they are on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then uh, his new girl shows up. And uh, boom, it's Chris Rock. Yeah, and uh, he's like, oh, I don't like Chris Rock because uh, Chris Rock ugly as a woman. And so he tried to diss Chris Rock. But diss Rock, Chris Rock wasn't having it. Chris Rock was like, ooh, you sexy Will Smith. And tried to get all up on that. So uh, they have history, folks. They have history. No telling what it was really all about behind the scenes and whatnot. And last off on this subject, somewhere out there right now, Kanye West is crying alone in his room. He's feeling all dejected. He's seething, thinking about how he was just upstaged. And no doubt right now he is planning to attend the next award show and tase some motherfucker. You know what's going to happen. You got to take it to a whole nother level. So, uh. Watch out, celebrities. Don't let Kanye wear near you. He's going to stab you or tage you or some crazy shit. You know he's going to. The bar has been raised. And all right, that is my trash world. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Crazy shit. I only wish more people were talking about this Will Smith thing. Get on it, Internet. I can't believe they don't have an opinion about this. And hit the like button, everybody. Please hit the like button. Big Fat Linda. I recently went from 360 to 270. I am nothing. I'm still nothing to... Misogynist like Bill. I'm big like I am because of Lindia. Bill need not to worry. Yeah, well, I mean, congratulations. That's a lot of weight. It's almost 100 pounds. I've lost 100 pounds in my life, and that is hard to do. And it is uh, worth praise. So good on you. Cuban lover, Dusty. I think toxic people can have toxic parents. I think bullies sometimes have bad parents. True. A lot of that shit gets passed down generation to generation. I learned it from watching you. The EMFB. Chris Rock was said to have had fresh prints on his face. Much love, Dusty. I'll show you guys something. So uh, I was going to steal a bunch of jokes from uh, Twitter. Not Twitter. Going to steal a bunch of jokes from Reddit about this situation. I was going to steal all the fucking jokes from Reddit. And uh, what I do sometimes is I write things down, but I don't actually look at the keyboard when I'm typing shit out. So I just type whatever. So this is supposed to say fresh prints. So the joke was going to be, uh, if you look closely at the videotape after it was done, 
on Chris Rock's face, he had Fresh Prince. And then this, can you guys guess what this was supposed to say? Guess. So the joke was supposed to be, hey, at least he didn't make fun of Alec Baldwin's wife. Get it? <laughs> He'll shoot you. And then this one, that marriage is open to everything except jokes. <laughs> Get it? Because they have an open marriage and she cheats a lot. So even though that I uh, butchered this, I still remember exactly what I was going to say. Because that's how my mind works. I don't have to type it correctly or anything. Cow. And uh, don't save that shit. Vorka, Vork, Void, give me five hours. Thank you, Vork, Void. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Dick, you test. Hey, Dusty, I'm traveling for work and feel lonely without my fiance. Can you say something to cheer me up? What's up, Dick, you test? I love you and I thank you for giving me $5 and watching my show. You're amongst friends. We're all in this together. Dick, you test. Chris, order no black women's hair off. I know, right? That is a, that is a very sore subject. The funny thing is, I'm not even kidding. Like uh, when Jada Pinkett came out that she had alopecia and she was trying to rock the short hairdo and try to represent for other black women who had this problem and uh, make it to where they don't have to feel like uh, self-conscious about it. I was going to cover that on my show and praise her in the hero section for that because I do think that's like a, a real thing that deserves uh, praise because people shouldn't have to feel bad about themselves or ugly because of medical conditions like that. You should feel like, you know, loved and beautiful for the way you are. And I think she's done a good job of representing pretty good. Uh, not last night, though. That was a bad example of it. And uh, Rocks FM to Dust Buddy, what up? And Pub Night, Dusty, remember this same Oscars that gave an award to Roman Polanski to cite they fully knew what he did? Yeah, what he uh, had uh, sex with a 16-year-old in a hot tub, right? They had to flee the country for that. They're like, hey, have an Oscar anyway. Crazy song, bitch. And then Roar, 499, thank you, brother. Appreciate that. And uh, Precious Roy, Precious Roy, making suckers out of all the girls and boys. I have no idea what you're talking about, but thank you, Griot909, for $10. Dusty, I heard Starbucks employees blocked the higher-ups with union guidelines. I'm sure, though, though those higher-ups will look for other way to go after them, of course. They're going to do everything they can to keep from unionizing because they might not be able to make huge fucking profits or as much profit if they have to pay their employees living wages. You know what? Fuck Disney. I'm giving them no more money until they actually do actions instead of worthless words. Good on you, K-True. Same for me. Dusty, I'll pray for you on the trans rights issue. Just joking. On the praying, but I am on your side. Hell yeah. Be on the right side of history. Keep it love. Uh, the pub night. Don't you love how these televangelists only listen to God, yet they constantly worship? I already read that. All right, cool. Anything else pop up? Nothing. All right. Hit the like button, everybody. Super cool of you. I appreciate you. And super chat me if you want to. And next up, going to do a little chud watch. You guys ready for it? It's the Star Wars thing. Sing along if you know the words. Chud Watch. Talking about Chud Watch. We talk about Chuds and make fun of them. Deep baritone voice. So sexy, make you slide off your chair. And first up on Chud Watch, Chris Wallace. Left Fox News. And uh, this guy's... I don't want to say slow because that sounds ableist, but like he just figured out in the last year that Fox News is a propaganda network that just spreads nothing but lies and disinformation. He was like, I just no longer felt comfortable with the programming at Fox, Wallace told the New York Times. Um, he was like, it just changed in the last year. No, it didn't. 
It's always been this fucking way. It might have got worse since Trump was president, but it's always been like that, Chris Wallace. I mean, I'm glad you left. I'm glad you finally just started to uh, take some responsibility for the bullshit you're a part of, but it was late coming, dude. Everybody saw it way before you did. And Madison Cawthorn wants you guys to know that while he's in Washington, so many other politicians have come up and tried to get that good, good dick from Madison Cawthorn. We all know we want that Madison Cawthorn dick. I can't blame the other politicians who wanted to jump up on that. So here he is explaining about all the orgies he's being invited to once he's been in Washington. It's about to get serious. Yes, I am. With uh, Kevin Spacey and I forget who else uh, was in it. Uh, but anyway. Really well done show. Very really, well done very show. Very well done show. But it was so dirty, and it was about this uh, congressman uh, who was Kevin Spacey, who was, I, I think it was minority or majority whip. Yep. What, what was it? Yeah. And so, anyway, very, very powerful guy. And it was just kind of like his secret life of all this corruption and power and money and perversion, and it was just dirty. How much, in your opinion, because you're you've been behind the veil, is this a fictitious show or is this more closer to like a documentary? Is it that bad? So I heard a former president that we had in the 90s was asked a question about this. And he gave an answer that I thought was so true. And he said, the only thing that's not accurate in that show is that you could never get a piece of legislation about, uh, about education passed that quickly. Wait a minute, was uh, that show on in the 90s? I don't think that that timeline is right. And everything else is good. Uh, aside from that, I mean, the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington with the average age of probably 60 or 70, and I look at all these people, a lot of them that I, I, you know, I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. Totally happened, folks. They want that dick. And I'm just glad that uh, the orgies in Washington are handicap accessible. They're like, it's totally fine. We got plenty of room for you. We'll help you get out of that wheelchair. We'll all that dick. So cool. I'm glad to see how forward thinking conservatives in Washington are. By this real world shit that's definitely happening. And speaking of super geniuses on conservative sides, Kayla McKinney doesn't seem to know the difference between an anecdote and an antidote. So an anecdote is like a, a personal quip, a short, amusing, or interesting story about a real incident or a person. But uh, Nazi Barbie don't seem to know that. Let's have a listen. Of biblical truth that I believe Jesus Christ is Savior, that I believe that Jesus Christ um, is the way to heaven. I mean, these are my beliefs I've had my entire life. So I understand feeling that way as a Christian, um, but we got to be bold. You know, the anecdote to, to darkness is light, and uh, the anecdote to a really grim future is filling the world with a lot of Christian babies um, who can bring that light to the world. Wrong on so many levels. It's hard to properly explain without charts and diagrams, but God damn it. Thank you for being you, Callie McKenna. You're a national treasure. And speaking of purge mask, Laura Loomer back. And uh, 
She guys wants you to know exactly how racist she is. She doesn't want you guys to have any questions about her racism. It's right there in your face. She like, uh, Biden isn't going to resettle assimilated white productive Christian refugees. Like people are assuming since Ukraine is a majority white country. Nope. No, folks. All this talk about bringing in refugees and stuff from Ukraine. That's really not what his agenda is. You know what it is? The brownies. He will use refugees resettlement and the Ukraine crisis to bring in 100,000 low-skilled Middle Eastern migrants from majority Muslim and African nations and other uncivilized third world nations. That's right, folks. Be very afraid the minorities are coming. He's going to bring in non-whites. He's going to pretend like he's bringing in the good Christian, nice white people. But nope, it's the darkies. Be afraid. Like, I mean, we should be bringing all, a whole bunch of them here from all types, from all the countries, all the refugees from fucking everywhere. We got plenty of room. I live in Mississippi. It's nothing but goddamn woods. Fucking our wreck cities every goddamn where. The more the merrier. We need more people to work in this country. There is a shortage of employees right now it is a job glut i had to get a fence built like a couple years ago for the dogs i had to call like five different fence companies and it took me like six months to get anybody fucking come out we need more skilled workers and unskilled workers of all types come on over i'll uh greet you with open arms we are all one there is no race but the human race in my opinion these invisible Lines on pieces of paper separating us all are bullshit. And Donald Trump still having his rallies. Apparently, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but he running for president again. Probably going to win because God damn it. We're doomed as a people. And uh, as usual, going out there and shitting on the idea of climate change. I mean, yeah, we're going to have 100 million people displaced by it. Mass deaths everywhere. Possibly the end of human life as you know it. But who gives a fuck? Let's put this son bitch back in charge of things again. As he's worried about the ocean will rise one hundredth of one percent over the next three hundred fucking years. Yay! He cussed. He's awesome. <laughs> but if somebody like me says a cuss word, you're a degenerate. Double standard. Holy fuck! I can't believe we're gonna elect this guy again. And speaking of guys, I can't believe we're electing Herschel Walker. I mean, what is that medical condition where you get hit in the head too many times and you suffer from too many concussions and it ruins your brain? So he out there trying to talk about uh, CRT, critical race theory. Dude, so stupid he can't even get three words correct. He can't even form coherent sentences. Yet undoubtedly, conservatives are going to put him in the highest political body in the land. Over this country. People want to ask me all the time why I'm running. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of them want to teach CTR in, in school. Critical race theory. Can you tell me what that means? <laughs> we're Americans. We're not black. We're not white. We're American. Over this country. It's nonsense. I don't know what it is, but I hate it. Don't know anything about it, but I sure have strong opinions. Can't even tell you the initials of it, but we got to bet it immediately. And if you needed more proof that this guy's a fucking moron, I don't know why you would, but uh, here he is quoting Diamond Dallas Page. One of Diamond Dallas Page's most intellectual quotes of all time. 
If you want to have your brain blown by some genius level thinking, just wait till you hear him repeat this amazing quote by Diamond Dallas Page. The great words of a great friend of mine, Diamond Dallas Page is, boom, that's it, baby. Woo! Great words. Never heard greater words than, boom, that's it, baby. So vote for this guy, Stat. Definitely going to take off work to make sure I vote for him twice. And uh, I was telling you guys this earlier. But to some of these conservatives, homophobic piece of shit, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, what they're trying to do to dehumanize gay people is the same thing they do with trans people, is they want to associate them with pedophilia, even though they have nothing to do with that. In fact, I'm almost certain uh, cis males commit way more, like straight cis males commit the vast majority of pedophilia. That doesn't matter, folks. So here she is about to accuse Pete Buttigieg, who's done nothing, never been caught in a woman's bathroom, has no reason as a cis man to be in a woman's bathroom, going to accuse him simply for the fact that he's being gay, of being in the girl's bathroom. can take his electric vehicles and his bicycles and he and his husband can stay out of our girls' bathrooms. So the entire point of that is just to accuse them of being perverts, pedophiles, to associate homosexuality with uh, degeneracy. It's the same fucking old playbook they've done for goddamn ever and it's still working. It's just amazing how much trash can fucking conservatives are. And another one for a team... Like I said, one of the greatest journalists of all time. And I think he's really uncovered something here. He says, this is going to sound crazy, but I think I've started to notice a pattern. This is the gamers and geeks guy. Like this is the laziest grift of all time. Look at this guy's thumbnails for his videos. It's literally all the same. It's this woman who I wish was making royalties off all these pictures. They've literally made... $100 million off her image. And the crazy part is, she was right. She was upset about what a Trump administration might do to this country. And history proved her right. Yes, somehow she is the poster child for what's negative about the left. And every, just all the same. Land of Lake, same picture, same picture, same pictures. They eat this shit up. Just this low left of grifting all the time pushing this fucking culture war. I would say it's embarrassing, but he making tons of fucking money, so I guess don't hate the player, I hate the goddamn game. And, uh, all right, cool. That's my chud watch. Fuck yeah, let's check the super chats. I'm gonna move on. I got two Karens, one hero. Then we're gonna do a very short meet the victims. Oh, that lady was a lady, I don't know what her name was, but she was in a video because she was crying because Trump won. And they've used her picture every way, everywhere to uh, belittle progressives and Democrats. Like she's somehow the representative of us all. You know, the the whiny, crying, snowflake, feminist. That's propaganda. Show sure enough is Joe Tasticool. $5. Thank you, Joe. Chris Wallace, just making excuses for staying past the point of return. I know, right? Trying to assuage his own guilt. Herbie Vossos, $5. Thank you, Herbie. Appreciate it. All right, cool. And next up, 
Gonna do a little Cairns. A very little, because I only have two. But at the same time, bitch, you're caring too much. And first off, all the Karens. Load up, Reddit. Oh, uh, yeah, this Karen in a movie theater. And uh, I don't know. We got plenty of time, so I'm going to go and play. It's three minutes. Not the most exciting video, but we got time, so might as well watch it. So apparently this uh, Karen, uh, Mel Karen, was not in the right seat. Apparently they have specific seats they're supposed to be sitting in in this movie theater for some reason. I don't know why. And he don't want to move. He given the people at the theater the business about it. Acting like an ass. And don't tell me this is fucking old because I will jump through this goddamn camera and cry all over you. Let's watch it. Seats in this theater. So that's Why do you have to have mine? It's not your Go seat. Go away. That's not gonna I happen. pay my money. I have a right to, to it. To sit in your seat. Correct? Yes, that's my not, seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us not my seat? Because your ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. Let's find it. Whatever. This can easily do be your own policy. No, your, your no, I'm going to be an asshole because you're being an asshole. I am not. I'm oh, a patron. Nice. And, I'm trying to find and this will seat. be the last time that I come to this imagined theater. Good. Right? Great. I paid that my money. Great. Does please, anybody please here come think that this is actually uh, oh my God. Don't a, a fucking tell me this video It doesn't matter where you sit. It's not a side. You sure you want to go there? It is. Go sit in your own Playing with fire, motherfuckers. Oh, thank you. Please, sir, let's find your seat and we can start. No, the I'm not going to. Then I'm going to ask you to leave. You did like four or five times. And that's why now we have a disturbance because You're some other disturbance. people can't just okay. be like, you know what? I could sit right sure. here. Sir, we're not doing this. Anymore. One seat off. We're not doing one this seat off. So if I were to move over one seat, everything would be OK. Sir, Is that what you're saying? You're Is that what you're saying? Listen, Does the ending mean, makes it all worth it. Listen? All right, go ahead. Be, go ahead. Be my past. Okay. At this point, you are disrupting the show for these fine folks. You are. We're going to ask you to leave. We'll get you a refund. The fuck out. I'll be nice and get you a refund. I don't know. I might want to be taken out in handcuffs now. Sir, let's... Come on. I paid my money. I don't understand why it is. My sit over here, one seat, it's okay, and everything is right with the world. But if not, just gonna stop it real quick just to say, wait for the ending and see if you guys can guess. I have no idea, but based on the ending, I'm just going to guess which movie he's watching. Let's see if you guys can guess it. World stops and everybody gets upset. Sir, let's go. I'll be nice and I'll get you a refund. I want more than just a refund. Okay. <laughs> I want a coke. Can I get a drink? We'll take care of you <laughs> in the lobby. Fine. And then I won't come back. Okay. Ever. Okay. Good. That's what and they want. I want to make sure everybody knows about this. Yeah, no one gives a okay. shit. Right on your blog. I appreciate that. Look forward to reading it. Would you like me to move over here? I don't want to be in your this way. This guy on the Crocs looks comfortable. Oh. I'm capitulating because I don't want to watch the movie now. Uh huh. You ruined it for me. Uh, I want to leave. For your silly ass rules. Okay. I apologize about that. I still think I'm being the bigger person here. <laughs> totally. You're definitely being the bigger person, dude. Not making a jackass of yourself. Yeah. Should we clap? Should we clap? I got sense. Sure. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Enjoy Neo. <laughs> Putting on his pleather trench coat. Badass! Just saying. Gonna guess it's probably the new Matrix movie. Don't know for sure, but that would be my guess. 
with that uh trench coat, that amazing trench coat that fits him perfectly. And one more. This is not even really a Karen, but I had to put it fucking somewhere, folks. Uh, did you guys the know C you cannot trust the CDC? However, you absolutely can trust the CDC website. It just makes sense if you don't think about it. The CDC themselves put the, they lowered the rate to 6%. So if the people do the research, the yeah, evidence research. is there. You got to just do the research. Got and you, research. Unfortunately, you got to. Where, where is, where is the research? Because there's everyone's saying. This, at the CDC website. The CDC website is the best place for you to do your own research. It's one of the places to start <laughs> because they do tell the truth on, on the CDC website. It's the mainstream media that's manipulating it. Okay, but we can trust the CDC? No, <laughs> you can't trust them. You can't trust the CDC, but you can trust their website because that's where <laughs> the numbers are and the numbers don't lie. Yeah, so, you know, you just, you got to get your information from a lot of people like you. People the information's like out there. All you got to do is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. People like him. Walter Masterson. Definitely telling the truth. I, mean, I do agree. You should get your information for Walter Masterson, but not for the reasons this guy thinks. Hilarious! Go subscribe to Walter Masterson on American Treasure and Co. That's my Karen section, short and sweet. And uh, let's throw heroes on you just for the hell of it. You know why? Because uh, we could be Billy Otto for just one day if we really wanted to. We all could, money, money. And folks, apparently they're trying the. I told you guys this before, we talked about this before. But the Denver program to dispatch mental health teams instead of police for some calls is so successful, it's expanding fivefold, which is amazing. We've talked about this before. We talk about defund the police. This is exactly what we're talking about. The vast majority of what they had the police doing right now, police should not be doing. We should have mental health teams that go out and cover most of the calls the police get. And these programs are incredibly effective. Nobody gets shot. People get hurt. You don't need angry dudes with guns all hyped up answering all these fucking calls. So good on you, Denver. Hopefully we'll see this more everywhere. This should be the uh, blueprint for what all the other cities try, you know. And defund the police immediately. Amazing to see. Yep, hooray. All good. All right, check the Super Chats real quick, and then we're going to do a very quick COVID porn, a.k.a. Meet the Victims. If you Jay Dunn, ah, she is, isn't she? But, like, she has the biggest war chest in all of Congress. So, that stupidity is always getting rewarded. Just because you're dusty, hell yeah. Thank you, Selena. You're amazing. Remember, when Jeremy got triggered at Zack Snyder, who rightfully called out his geek and gamer for cloud chasing? I don't remember that, but, uh, I do think, I know, uh, I'm gonna take some shit for this, but I thought the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League was a very good Anybody else like that? I don't know. People are like, it's the worst movie ever, Dusty. I thought it was okay. Uh, all right. Joe Tactical, $5. Did I already say that? All right. Cut. Move on. Reform the police. I mean, it should be, the entire thing needs to be broken down completely. Like the uh, Fraternal Order of Police needs to be uh, dissolved. We need to disband every police department across the country, fire every policeman, and then... Those who want to be part of the new system can be rehired and retrained from scratch as long as they have clean records, in my opinion. We need a completely from-the-ground-up new system that we have now. But that is my opinion on it. And, uh, all right. 
I haven't done this in a uh, couple months because it is too fucking depressing to me to do this very often. And um, also, one of the reasons I don't do it is because all the memes these people share usually are all the fucking same. But we're going to do this very shortly. Little section I like to call COVID porn. Also known as Meet the Victims where we take a look at conservatives who spread anti-vax memes on social media and then died of COVID. Meet Jason D. Parks, 44, Paducah, Kentucky. Yeah, poor Jason. Uh, Man, this shit's all so sad, folks. Mostly his wife got him into this shit. But anyway, Jason posted, no. I will never get the COVID vaccine. Notice he didn't say I would never get the COVID. Because <laughs> you did. Ever. A circumstance that doesn't exist that will force me to. I mean, in his defense, he's right. He didn't get it. And then his wife posted. Because the next thing you know, I was called to pick up my son from school because he was coughing. Uh-oh. Wonder what he has. No problem. But what I do have a problem with is that they made him sit in the bathroom until I got to school. Not cool. This was after the nurse rudely told me to get there quickly. Yeah, he had COVID, dude. He coughed on those students. Get there quickly. Get your playground out of the goddamn school. To which she scoffed for me to hurry. And after I was made to stand outside the school for 10 minutes. Oh, no, not 10 whole minutes. For your playground son. Get everybody sick. So they got her out of the bathroom. Anyway, she bitching about that. And uh, then... They bitching about how they now have to pay for COVID tests because it's all so fucking expensive. Now, they're all sick now. She's like, it's been a rough week with each day wavering with highs and lows. Just when I think we've kicked this, another surge of it hits hard. That's right, folks. Wonder why you're so sick. If only there was something you could have done. So the next thing you know, yep, they're all in the hospital with COVID. Here's her husband. So what he has to say about it. Hey guys, how are you doing? Better than you. I'm looking a little rough. Uh-huh. I'm tired. I bet. <sighs> You're dying. I feel like I'm are, are, is dying? A little kitten. But uh, the sun's out. Family's home safe. So uh just sad. Looks bad. Looks real bad. Like a torturous fucking death. So they did the usual thing. Prayer warriors. We need prayer warriors, folks. Pray hard. His wife going on our social media. Please pray urgent. Beg, beg Jesus not to brutally torture and murder my husband anymore. But apparently Jesus didn't listen because the next thing you know, yeah, he did. He died. And uh, don't worry, folks. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking he died, and then the wife realized that they were stupid not to get vaccinated, and he died for nothing when he could have got a free and easy. Nah, just kidding. They blame the hospital, of course. You know, the heroes on the front line who try to save your life, they're the actual one to blame. Because as soon as he died, she posted, the hospital murdered my husband. The government provided the poison. Never take responsibility for anything. Then she puts out a five-series video to put the blame every fucking where but herself. Hello everyone, my name is Teresa Parks and I started this account specifically and primarily to tell my husband's story. His name was Jason Parks. He was 44 years old. We had four children and one beautiful grandson. Um, 
He fell ill to COVID, but COVID's not what killed him. It is what killed him. The deadly hospital protocols is what killed my husband. Whenever you have a government that is monetizing and politicizing a virus that, make no mistake, was man-made for a specific agenda. And if you don't believe that, then you're just blindly following the masses. That's right, folks. Don't blindly follow the masses and get vaccinated to protect yourself, which makes you like 18 times less likely to be hospitalized or die from COVID. Nope. Be like her. Blame everybody else but yourself and your husband. But it's not the doctors. They try to save your husband. Didn't work. So Jason David Parks, 44, deleted, belly up. Meet Paul Vaccaro, 53. If it'll load, come on, do it, anti-vaxxer. There you go. Dead from COVID. Also, like, if you're, like, real overweight, like, if you want to be that way, fine. But it's dangerous, especially if you get COVID. So he was retired. He just tried to retire from Publix. Bought himself a nice Corvette there. Was uh, having the time of his life. In his twilight years, 53. That's just the time where you get settled down in life and you got plenty of life left and you're supposed to live the best years of your life. And uh, this guy really loved the Confederacy. Hmm. Almost thinking he might be a sorry sack of shit. He loved him so much that he got married in a Confederate uniform. You know you fucking love some slavery and some degenerate-ass motherfuckers when you get married in a Confederate uniform. And hey, uh... Just in case you didn't think he loved the Confederacy as much as he did, all he did was post tons and tons and tons of shit about how cool the Confederacy was. When all hits the fan, you'll want to be behind the, the men flying this flag. Uh, no, I won't. No, I won't, unless I'm shooting them in the back. That's the only time I want to be behind these motherfuckers. But yeah, gonna give you the middle finger. Confederacy, awesome. My nation, my heritage, my heritage is racist as shit. Of course, he also loved Donald Trump. I mean, you already knew that. I didn't have to tell you, but here's proof. Make America great again, Trump Pence. Always the same. Trump killing his base off. And of course, all the usual memes were shared by him. Stay strapped or get clapped. From message from Candace Owens. He loved the Canadian Karen convoy. The KKK, because of course he did. Trick or treat, snip or dab. And uh, if you allow the government to break the law for an emergency, they will create emergencies to break the law. That's right, folks. Be afraid. Be afraid of the vaccine. The last thing he posted was how cool the America trucker convoy was. America truckers, you're up next. Yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. And the next thing you know, Please say a prayer for my brother-in-law, Paul Vaccaro, as he was admitted today with double pneumonia. I wonder how the fuck he got that. But don't worry. Paul, give your famous middle finger to this sickness. That's right. You're obviously in peak physical hell. You're going to get over it. He's going to be fine. No, he's dead. Yeah, he died immediately. Think we are still in shock. This is what we will miss. How my brother-in-law, Paul Vaccaro, loved his brother, Mark Vaccaro, and the fun we had. We had so much fun going and pretending like we were a race of slave owners and we're living the good old days of the Civil War. And just got to say, you didn't seem like a very good person. Maybe you were great, Paul, but the Civil War stuff doesn't lean much credibility to how you are as a human being. 
And uh, you're dead now. Pong, Vaccaro, 53. Belly up. Meet Danny Strode, 57. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, he was, uh, was this guy got a race car driver? Let's see what it says. Single, oh, he had, he had two businesses. Southwest Propane and uh, Cannon Southwest Septic Services. So, pretty successful. Posted all the usual anti-vax memes that all these fucking idiots post. Um, it's, it's, it's shit I've read you guys a million times. They have no fucking creativity whatsoever. No originality. Of course, he loved Kyle Rittenhouse. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial just proved to the world that Black Lives Matter are criminals. The media lies in that Kyle acted in self-defense. It didn't. Of course, he hated Fauci. Same old shit, same old shit. And uh, then he's out at the airport, sick as shit with coronavirus, just spreading that shit all the goddamn across the globe because, of course, he is. He posted, Midnight Flight Home. Had the flu fever for four days, but it's not going to stop me. No COVID. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it is going to stop you. And it was COVID. But at least he got to fly on our airlines and pass that shit along to other people on the way. Probably took people with him. Because he's a good guy, isn't he? And then uh, he's like, never trust just one doctor or just one opinion. Hey, uh, shop around for Dr. Dude. Get one to tell you exactly what you want to hear. Then he's like, I don't do doctors or hospitals very well. I didn't fare well at Cox South, and I walked out and took my own IV out. I was so angry. Yeah, they were trying to save your life there at uh, Cox South. You just ripped your IV out, acted like a goddamn asshole, and walked out, didn't you? And the next thing you know, you're in another hospital. Third hospital this week. You might want to stay where you're at. Then they had to move his ass back to Cox South, which he just badmouthed and shit on. I got moved to Cox South now. You were already there to begin with. You walked out. I appreciate all the prayers and messages because they're super working. Absolutely working. And uh, let's see. Did he shoot a video? I think he shot a video. Let's see what he, let's see what he sounds like in this video he shot. Hmm. Like I said, he posted all the same goddamn conspiracy theory, theory stuff. Here he is. Well, here we are on Thursday morning. I just wanted to give a little shout out to my people in New Mexico that have unbelievably stepped up to the plate to take uh -huh. care of business. Uh -huh. I got half of them sick, and they're still working hard every day. No! No! If they're sick, they shouldn't be fucking working hard every day. I will customers and shit. That's exactly how you died, motherfucker. God damn, because the next thing you know. Well, just an update, my friends. Uh-huh. It looks bad. Again. Looks like you're dying, I've dude. I've overwhelmed by my voice and my work. Oh, God, shut the fuck up about your employees. And now I'm overwhelmed by your generous offers of prayers. And yeah, they're working great. Goodwill. That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, Christmas all about spreading the One plague, that killing your family members. I noticed. Uh, Super cool. I've been judged a little bit on my Christianity. Has it always been the best? No. I've always been judged on your fucking stupidity, and of course, please some prayers for my dad. Please, Lord, be with him and help him fight. Don't think it's working, cause uh. Next thing you know, 
Oh, yeah, he did. I come to you all this morning to so extremely torn into pieces. My papa is now with Jesus. No more fighting, no more suffering. I believe he's rejoicing in heaven now. Yeah, it's a good thing that uh, Jesus allowed my father to be tortured brutally and died horrifically in pain and terror. Thank you, Jesus. You're amazing. <sighs> Get vaccinated, people. Do not be like Danny Strode, 57, who is now deleted. Belly up. One more. Let's do one more. Oh, my God. 31 years old, folks. This is so fun. This is scary. Imagine only getting 31 years and dying of this stupid fucking shit. Meet Douglas J. Hall, 31, who wants you to know, I'm not taking your fucking vaccine. However, I will take your embalming fluid. Sure enough, posted all the same usual scaremongering about how scary they're trying to, or how scared they're trying to make you when it's literally you're the one scared by the vaccine. Cocky as shit. He's like Delta variant. And he's like, people who want to see it in me, he ain't scared, folks. He ain't scared at all. He ain't worried in the fucking slightest. He got an immune system. Ain't nothing going to happen to him. Next thing you know, in the hospital. But this time things look a lot worse. What? So dehydrated they couldn't get blood until they used a vein finder. Uh, seems bad. Next thing you know, shit sucks. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it does. You have a virus that's killed a million people or more in the United States so far, and uh, it's killing you too. Seems bad. Then he's like, uh, well, gonna be in here for a week or so. I mean, at least he's optimistic. October 11th. Hey, I'm gonna kick this thing in a week. Three days later, dead. I don't know what to say or really how to feel except loss. Douglas J. may have been my first cousin, but growing up, he was always a friend. <sighs> what happened? He had a mixture of double pneumonia and COVID, and he died. Yep. So, of course, they got the obligatory GoFundMe. Because we have, like, one of the worst healthcare systems in the first world and uh, bankrupting. 100,000 people a goddamn year. We have to beg, script, and say to pay off our health care bills when our loved ones die. It's just fucking sad as shit. So, uh, yep. He fucked around. He found out. And Douglas J. Hall, 31, deleted. Belly up. I don't know if at this point any of you have not been vaccinated. I can't imagine any of you being dumb enough to watch my show, to watch all this horror I keep showing you week in and fucking week out and not getting vaccinated. But... If some of you are that fucking stupid, may want to go get the jab, dipshits. Stat. And all right. Let's finish this off, folks, with one palate cleanser. Although this is not a palate cleanser at all. This is uh, crazy. Do you guys see this footage? So apparently there was an ice storm, snowed, and there was also heavy fog. I believe it's out in Pennsylvania. And uh, holy shit, folks. This is scary as fuck. Yeah, they can't stop. They can't stop. Like, if this shit happens, if you think you're safe, if, like, you have a car wreck, the first thing you fucking do, get out of your fucking car. Get off the road because these people can't stop. They can't avoid you. Now, this motherfucker needs to play the lottery. Watch how close this guy comes to dying. Just got out of his car just in time. Get out. Get out of your car, dude. Yeah, get out. Get out of your car. 
quickly evacuate your vehicle. This is ridiculous. Yes, it's you're it's standing too close. Fog mixed together. You're dumb too. Made, made the visibility watch this down guy. to zero. Yeah, dude. And we, dude. Oh, watch out! Watch out! Yeah, watch oh. out! Oh yeah, you almost died there. Get the fuck out the road. Shit! Everybody, get Damn. out the road. My Nobody car can is stop. Gone. I want to. I need to get all my shit out of our car. No, you don't. But it's too dangerous. Yeah, get off. You're too close on the road and as it is. Dummy. Fire. Oh, yeah, you gonna get killed. I need to get the fuck off the road. Yeah, no shit. Get up in the woods, <laughs> motherfucker. Damn. This is crazy. Yeah, he a little too happy. People are dying, you know. My Probably. car. No. It ain't worth it, dude. Look at that fire. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're too happy with this mayhem and destruction. Damn, this is crazy, man. Uh-huh. What am I going to do about the charger? I don't know. Call your insurance fucking company. Stay out the road. See if anybody else needs some help or some shit, dude. But anyway, be careful out there. Driving is probably the most dangerous thing you'll do day to day, so make sure you take it extremely seriously. Stay out the road. People died. I know, right? He's delighted in it. I know, crazy. It's like, hey, I'm going to have a viral video. This is awesome. It's not awesome. It's bad. And All right, folks. I don't have my kitty treats, so no kitty party tonight. Fuck my life. I don't know what the fuck happened to my kitty treats. But, uh, oh, I hear some moving. Maybe I'm going to get some kitty treats if they can find them. But uh, before I do that, folks, hey, I'm on Patreon. And there is a link in the description of this video. And uh, you should become a patron if you want to, if you're able, if you find yourself watching a lot of the free content I put out, which is like, I don't know, a thousand hours a month. Help me out, HBO. I would appreciate it. All right, Eddie. Oh, here we go. All right. And need super chats. Anyone ever call you Casper? They ought to, because I am definitely white as fuck. White as fucking shit. All right, here you go, babies. Kitty party, kitty party, kitty party. Nice. All right. Boom. All right, kitty party night. We have Misty here. Got half stash over here. Penguin is over here. I don't know if you guys can see him. Got a uh, Violet. It's so black, motherfucker. You can barely see her head. And Fat Tana poking her head in. Fat Tana making an appearance. A pretty boy. And Cece. Cece. Pretty ass Cece. Hey, pretty ass Cece. That's right. She's like, Daddy, I want the treats. Fuck you. I don't blame you. You chose wisely. All right. That's my show, folks. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Please hit the like button before you go. I would definitely appreciate it. I'll be back on Friday, Friday, Friday. Fuck yes! Gonna be playing a little bit more of this. Uh, Tina's Wonderland. I'll be playing that game. It's pretty fun. Not too bad. It's got that Borderlands feel to it. So I'm probably gonna play that tonight. Folks, love the shit out of you. I will see you on Friday, if not sooner, on Twitch, which there's a link in the description of the video for. See you guys soon. Have a good week out there. Get vaccinated if you haven't. And as always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. Now a little song I like to call. Go and find out. Play us out. Good night, everybody. I love you.
Gonna find out an original tune by Dusty Smith. <laughs> 